Okay, we're back. Welcome to Playground Rules with Herb and, and Arik. Arik, <laughs> uh, please let me do the intro by myself in the future. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Arik, uh, where have your travels taken you today? Uh, I'm actually briefly home. Um, I went from, uh, last time we spoke, I was on the road somewhere, right? Between Wait, like... you're in Oakland right now? Yeah. And you didn't tell me? I'm only here for one day. Well, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> I leave again tomorrow. And where, where are you headed tomorrow? Bangkok. Damn. The life yeah. of a door-to-door Bible salesman is uh, pretty exciting, you know, isn't it? Things are different in 2017, you know? You got to really get out there. Thump yeah. the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is the last trip, though, for a long time. I might do a small little thingy up to portland but i this is it like it's listen no complaints this has been awesome but it is amazing how tiring traveling all the time can become it's funny how different our lives are because a small trip to portland would be like my vacation for the year (laughs) that doesn't even really count i'm pretty much done yeah anyway uh, are you gonna watch any nba tonight home for the evening i am gonna watch some nba tonight i'm quite excited it's my i watched like just a tiny bit when we got home yesterday but I was a little – there were only three games, and it was pretty late, so I caught, like, the very end of the Spurs win. But um, tonight the Blazers are playing the Magic, and I'm very excited to enjoy that. The Magic have kind of, you know, fallen off after their blazing blazing start. I think they've lost, like, a couple in a row, right? But Yeah, uh, they're, they're kind of turning into the team that we – not I, want, want, I don't want to say the team that we thought we they would be because we thought they were going to be terrible, but they're more the team that uh, – they're kind of in the middle. They're like a decently, slightly above mediocre team that might make the playoffs. Much like the Trailblazers. Uh, <laughs> I will not watch a minute, if I can help it, of the Kings, the 3-10 and 10 Kings versus the 2-12 and 12 Hawks. Yeah, that's um, kind of like a bummer. Yeah, that's no I think Cleveland-Charlotte uh, might be a fun game. Cleveland-Charlotte, I was I had my eye on. Um, Pistons-Bucks, I'm really enjoying watching Giannis this uh this season might check out the Spurs Wolves game. I mean, I, I, much like this podcast today, I plan to uh, to to do a little, you know, let my fingers do the walking, as they say. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I'm gonna check out different games around the league, try to catch up on some things because you know I've been keeping up with the storylines when I've while I've been away, but I haven't watched a lot of games, so I'm excited to uh, to see some of the things I've been reading about, you know, actually on the court. Well, lucky you. It's uh, too bad that you're uh, going to miss the marquee game of the week uh, by a day, Celtics-Warriors. Yeah, I'm very sad about that one. I think it's going to be really interesting. Uh, obviously, the war- this year Celtics are on a, a tear, but I think – and I don't know. You never know. I mean, the Warriors have looked ridiculous since their 0-2 start or whatever their start was that wasn't so They're hot. Like plus minus is like 14.4. I don't it's, think it's, it's – uh, I don't think it's going to be pretty – no, it's it's pretty stupid. It's exactly what we uh, expected it to be, right? Yeah. Uh, sadly, but I mean, thirteen and two Boston Celtics with a point eight, eight point one plus point three. Oh God, yeah, the Golden State Warriors are eleven point nine and on a seven game win streak, and they're scoring like hundred and twenty points a game. 
we'll see. It should be exciting because the, what, the, what the Celtics do do well is they have a really uh, a really great defense, and they don't really. Uh, I mean, they they play with a lot of effort. It has seemed to kind of go up and down a little bit, um, depending on the competition. But I, I think they're going to be really fired up tomorrow, and I think the Warriors are going to be really fired up because they're sick of hearing about the Celtics being the team of the future. So I think it's going to be a very hard fought and exciting game, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Where are you going to watch it? I'll probably watch it at home. I was thinking about going out, uh, but I I just like don't really like being the villain when I, I'm watching games. Uh, ah, here. good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to watch with my brother, but he's got a uh, business trip to Los Angeles, so it's oh. a lonely night. Probably a little bit of takeout. <laughs> well, I wish I could be there for you, but I would have uh, happily rooted for the Celtics by your side if I wasn't going to be on a. Uh, twenty-four hour plane ride. Oof! Good thing you got that uh, Nintendo Switch. Did you pick up that new Mario game? I did. Yeah. Um, oh, I haven't so really. Jealous. I haven't really dived. Yeah, I was playing it yesterday a little bit. It's it's more fun, I think, on the TV. That one, like, uh, I think the Nintendo Switch is amazing. Uh, this is very on topic here. Not but, a podcast um, sponsor. This is just a genuine endorsement. <laughs> no, I love the Switch, but uh, but games like Zelda and Mario, like, I tend to want to play them on the TV just for just to see everything and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, also like the Mario's kind of a weird c- connection. Like the control scheme's kind of weird. Like they want you to do a bunch of motion stuff. So then you're like sitting the switch on the tray table and playing with it in your hand. I don't know. I, it's not my thing, but, um, I've heard yes, the motion I, stuff is a little weird in that game. I just think it's unnecessary. I think they were really trying to, you know, these like not, it's not a launch title, but these like early games for consoles. They really want to, especially Nintendo consoles. They really want to like showcase what's special, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, like LA Noir coming out today i think uh or yesterday has uh has like um touch screen controls and stuff just for the switch it's like that's cool but i think you know over time you those things are usually revealed to be gimmicks um but the the premise of the switch the fact that i took it with me on this trip is just amazing i mean it's it's so but great. you do need power right because it's a 20 up 20 hour flight and you have yeah i'm assuming out. i i mean i have ways to charge it but i'm assuming that um that there will be some kind of plug. I think it would be. Why did you say that so ominously hard? Uh, I don't know. What did Ooh, I say ominously? That's... You said I have ways to charge it. Oh, <laughs> I have. Well, yeah, I have an external battery for it, and I have like a little hub thing. I, I can charge it via various things, but I'm assuming that they will have some sort of power plug. I mean, I, the the dinky little flights across the, around the country I was on had all had power. I think if if there's no power on a 20 plus hour flight, I'm going to be pretty surprised. But you never know. Well, let's all hope for our sake that that's the case, and he doesn't yeah. have to watch terrible movies in flight. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm really close to picking one up. Um, I don't Get know if one. they have online, but if they do, we should play some Splatoon online. I hear that game's great. They do have online, and they do have Splatoon online. Ooh. Yeah. We have to retire this podcast sooner than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Splatoon rules with uh, Arik and Herb uh, coming at you next week. <laughs> Should we so, talk about basketball? What? <laughs> basketball yeah, we could get that? 2K for uh, the Switch, too. I've already got it on my Xbox, but, I, you know. Oh, ooh, we should look right. into that. Kidding aside, you would like to talk a little bit about a semi-NBA-related uh, story. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you take the wheels on this one? Well, it, I'm specifically, you're talking about the UCLA uh, issue where the LiAngelo Ball, who is the younger brother of... Lonzo Ball, Lakers rookie, and therefore makes this a adjacent story to the NBA. Uh, and two other players, Cody Riley and Jalen Hill, were suspended 
uh, by UCLA after they got back from the U.S., after they went to China to play their opening game and were accused of shoplifting from uh, several stores, uh, high-end stores, Louis Vuitton being one of them, and were arrested by Chinese police and uh, held, uh, uh, released on bail, travel documents confiscated. Apparently, the president uh, spoke, who was in China at the time, spoke to the government of China and got them to drop the charges, and the athletes have now come home. And I want to talk about this for uh, two reasons. Number one, how stupid do you have to be to be traveling with your basketball team in China and shoplift? I know. I mean, Ryan Lochte was just like, uh, what, like a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah. I mean... These are, these are like highly touted up-and-coming, certainly Le- LiAngelo Ball, widely expected to be a pro, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I just don't understand what the hell they were doing trying to shoplift in China. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I go to countries that are under what one might call non-democratic, even in a democratic society, well, I don't know why you're shoplifting at a store. That's stupid to begin with. But if, especially if you're in an authoritarian country and you are very visible, right, because you are a basketball player. Yeah, you're like uh, six and a half feet tall and yeah, uh, surrounded. Probably wearing entirely UCLA clothing because mm-hmm. they don't seem to wear anything else when they're, you know, doing anything. Uh, how dumb do you have to be to shoplift from, and especially to shoplift from high-end stores that almost certainly have security? Like, I just don't understand. And uh, t- tied to that, their apologies were so lacking in any understanding of how lucky they are and how stupid that is, right? If these people were anybody else except basketball players on an official trip, they would be spending the next five to ten years in a Chinese jail. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, it's tough because I, in a situation like this, I really would love to see someone uh, pay the consequences for that action, their actions, but not going to Chinese jail. I think no, they should be suspended. Not. Like they shouldn't be. They should at least miss some of the uh, the NCAA season, if not all of it, this year. I mean, that's a pretty severe screw up, and if there's no real severe consequence, I don't know. I I, I completely agree with you. It's ex- I know you're not advocating for them to be punished, but I, I I just am absolutely mystified by the stupidity. Yeah, and I mean, uh, you know, Leangelo Ball said, "I didn't exercise my best judgment, and I'm sorry for that. This does not define who I am. My family raised me better than that, and you know what? It does define who you are, at least for right now." Yeah, like it absolutely does. Ever- I'm not saying you don't get a second chance. Everybody gets chances. No one's going to remember this in a while. But right now, you did something. That's who you are. You and did guess it. what? When we're talking about which ball is which ball, you are going to be, for a very long time, the one that got arrested in China. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. There are three of you, three brothers. One of them is a Lakers rookie. You know, the third one is, is I don't even remember his name, LaMelo. He's the um, one that everyone thinks is going to be the best one. I the think. best one. But Leangelo Ball, the middle one, you are now uh, – uh, arrested in China for shoplifting, Leangelo Ball. And I'm not saying that, like, like I said, I 100% believe that you that the lasting repercussions of this should be basically nothing, except hopefully you've learned not to shoplift in China or ev- anywhere. But and I'm not, you know, I'm not coming down and saying, you know, these players these days or anything like that. I'm just saying, I just do not. I am mystified by the stupidity, and I am also mystified by the lack of any kind of larger understanding of what just happened to you in your statement. And again, I, I'm not uh, you, and I'm not, or him, I guess, and I'm not 
20 or however old he wait, is. Wait, wait a second. Just to be clear, you're not LiAngelo Ball? Uh, sorry. Yeah. Okay, yeah. if you say so, right. please go on. Actually, he's probably 18, right? Because he's a freshman. Yeah, he's he, he should be 18, yeah. So I am not an 18-year-old, and I remember being a dumb 18-year-old, and I'm really glad that, you know, none of my – no one ever – Put me in an opportunity where I could shoplift in China. So I'm not, I'm not up here on my high horse saying I would ever would have done that. Like I, nothing like that. I just, I just think you know, the college, your family, you, everyone should have said to you before you went to China, hey, we're going to China right now, uh, and I'm not going to, you know, they shouldn't have been like, don't shoplift, but I think they should have been like, we're going to China on this trip. Just understand that you are not in the United States of America. That the that the, the rules are different here, and I, I don't know. I feel like this maybe was a failure of the university as well, just to prepare them for this kind of trip. Anyway, I'm starting to ramble on my rant but I'll, I'll just say that i think i think it's just mystifying and, and mind-blowing and i really hope that uh this is the last time that any of these people are, are in a situation like this because I, they got they use their get out of jail free card quite literally uh and uh and I, I i just hope they've you know learned a valuable lesson here now you said first of all is that did you fold the second of all in there and i missed it or is there still a, a second point you wanted to make oh you mean at the beginning i said first yeah. of all I probably folded it in. Okay, just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm already like second guessing things I said. Like, I I hope that I came across. You know, we have a this is a off the cuff conversation sometimes here on Playground Rules, and I hope that uh that I uh, expressed myself well. I just I just think you know this was a failure all around, and I I just it, it blows my mind. Yeah, well said. It's uh it's it's super frustrating when uh, athletes travel abroad and represent our our country. And uh, to these bullheaded things that reinforce stereotypes of uh, American entitlements and uh, yeah. and things like that. Absolutely. I had a, right. a semi tasteless joke that I was going to tell, and I held it back, and now I wish I had told it. So can we <laughs> recreate the point where you said, uh, "I'm not LiAngelo Ball. I'm not an 18 year old," and then give me a little window to interrupt you. <laughs> I'm not LiAngelo Ball. I'm not an 18-year-old. I The only thing you guys really have in common is that if you were women, Roy Moore wouldn't be interested in either of you. Ooh, ooh, the hottest of takes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. I that with that, yeah. I mean, let, let, that's a good. I'm not. We're not going to get into that, but I will say that the the uh, LiAngelo Ball story is the least mystifying thing, perhaps, of the week to me. Um, you know, as a as a random aside, uh, we were in St. Louis the last couple of days, and we went to the botanical garden, and mm. the tour guide was taking us around. And at one point, she said, "You know, the uh, the climate has effects on things." Now, I'm not going to get into climate change because I know people have different opinions on that, and I wanted to die. <laughs> so, I just want to be like, "No, could you please get into it?" Because if anyone has a different opinion on that, now's the time for, for where you can find out how stupid they are. Anyway. Yeah, I think as far as that one goes, it's yeah. There's no reason to uh, to. To hold back, yeah, but that's the world we live in right now. Yeah, fortunately, this isn't uh, mystifying rules with her and Herbert Ark. We're not here to talk about <laughs> Switch games, and we're not here to talk about... Uh, yeah, we've really gotten off the rails on this episode. This is what happens when we don't have any kind of structure, you guys. This is why we generally do have structure, but, uh, but you know, once in a while. Yeah, you know, Ark is traveling. Our Google Doc is just filled uh, lonely, lonely with my, uh, with my story contributions, none of which are really that interesting. <laughs> I well, have what's, what's just to shoot about through them now. quickly and yeah, like seriously it. just to talk one second I posted GQ names Kevin Durant champion of the year that's so dumb I'm glad he's not sportsman of the year uh, <laughs> I actually really like who they chose for sportsman of the year but the champion of the year naming Kevin Durant is just like 
boo. <laughs> oh, man of the year was uh, Colin Kaepernick, right? Oh, that's what I mean. Man of the year. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great Bravo. Choice. Bravo, GQ. Yeah, and way to call out uh, Gal Gadot as well, who's kicking butt right now. Yeah, she's great. Did you yeah. see that Wonder Woman movie? No, but I saw that she um, refuses to take place in it. They did not sign her to a long-term deal, and she refuses to take part in a sequel unless they remove uh, disgraced jackass uh, Brett, Brett Ratner, Ratner from, yeah. from the production. So I, I'm, I'm really happy to see her uh, using the agency that she suddenly has with a huge success to do something good. So. Yeah. Swinging back into politics. Yeah, that's where we're at. This is 2017, (laughs) y'all. Even a basketball show can't avoid it too much. We're Uh, not on ESPN. We don't have anyone telling us not to do this sort of thing. Rudy Gobert thought that Dion Waiters uh, hurt him on purpose. First of all, super sad. Uh, Rudy Gobert, um, awesome player. Really was hoping that the Utah Jazz would uh, do some good things this year and at least make the playoffs. They've got a great rookie. They've got some really solid players, and uh, Rudy Gobert is obviously the anchor of their defense and, and their likely all-star. Some would say not their best all-around player, but certainly, uh, you know, their most skilled in certain facets, and it's a bummer. Um, and I watched the play, and I, you know, I don't know. Every time these things happen, people, a lot of times, uh, the, the injured party will think that it was done on purpose. I, I would really like to think that Dean Waiters didn't do it on purpose. I really, I don't think, I mean, listen, I don't know. I wasn't in Dion Waiters' head. I don't think there's, there's certainly no evidence that he's a Bruce Bowen guy. Yeah. I, I don't think he did this on purpose personally, but I will say this is the challenge with these video reviews is that everything in slow motion looks intentional. It's very true. Right? It's very true. And um, these things happen so quickly. It seems to me like generally when these things are intentional, it's like during playoff series, right? Yeah, What's yeah, the point yeah, of hurting just... someone, especially it's a East Coast, West Coast, or East Conference, West Conference face up. There's it no just doesn't make any advantage. sense. There's no big, there's no big rivalry here. There's no big. I mean, I would hope no one would ever injure anyone on purpose, but we know that's not always the case. But I just don't see what universe Dion Waiters would do this on purpose in, and I, I just, I, I doubt it. But I mean, whatever. Um, the the point is that Rudy's out for a little bit, and we hope he gets better quickly and uh, yeah, comes back on. Six to eight weeks. What a shame. Yeah, he thinks he's going to be back sooner, but every athlete always says, "I'm yeah. a fast healer," you know. Yeah. Not uh, Gordon Hayward. Not Gordon Hayward. No, and not Isaiah Thomas. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Nerlens Noel in Dallas. Some weird stuff going on there. It seems like Rick Carlisle really hates him. Um, I actually posted the story before some other podcast. I forget which one they talked about it. I think it was one of the Ringer ones, and I posted it from the Ringer, so that makes sense. But uh, there's something going on there. They're not playing him. They're losing a lot. They don't really seem to be wanting to lose on purpose, but maybe they do want to lose on purpose. But I feel bad for New Orleans. No, it seems like to be this like Philly big man curse uh, outside of uh, uh, Embiid. Um, but he's like going through the same thing that Okafor is going through. You know, the poor guy just wants to play. He's got more than enough talent to justify a uh, some sort of a role on an NBA team, and he's just not playing at all. So that's kind of a bummer because I, I I would love to see him uh, just get a little bit more run. I think he's a great player. Yeah, I mean, I will say Rick Carlisle does not mess around with uh, inconsistent effort and definitely seems to reward people who uh, put in all of the effort over people who have all of the talent. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Salah Med- Med- Mary, Medjury, I don't actually, excuse me, sir, I don't know how to say your name. I think it's Majuri. It, well, there's nothing in between the J and the R. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of another guy. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> this is compelling radio, y'all. Uh, 
And unfortunately, of course, on Wikipedia, it's in Arabic, which I do not know how to read. So um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but at any rate, he uh, is Tunisian and uh, awesome and, and is just, just playing harder. And I think I think it's hard for Noel. I think he uh, he doesn't – you know, he's had such a inconsistent thing, and he, he hasn't really put on the kind of way – you know, they always say, oh, he's too thin, and usually it doesn't turn out to, true, but, to be true. But so far, he hasn't put on a lot of weight. And um, I don't know. He turned down. I, I hate to think it's because he turned down that deal. Um, that would that, be really. That seems weird, you know, because yeah. he lost. He lost that. You know, he he ended up doing what Dallas wanted. So like, right. he shouldn't be punished for acquiescing. That's just like. Yeah, it's, it's a, a weird story, move. and I, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Rick Carlisle. You know, he gets a lot of benefit of the doubt from me, but on this one, I don't get it. But we're not in the room, and uh, I don't know what's going on, but. Given how absolutely awful uh, the Mavericks are, I mean they're currently in last place, two and thirteen with a negative eight point one point differential. Uh, they've lost three in a row, right? Yeah. I I just well, really don't. They're one and ten in the Western Conference. I really just don't see why why they wouldn't play him, especially because he's gonna get somebody's gonna pay him, and he's gonna be an unrestricted free agent this off season, right? So. Uh, they probably aren't going to be able to resign him at this point, given how he probably doesn't want to be there. Oh, absolutely uh, not. Yeah. So it's just a weird, weird story for sure. All right. Uh, speaking of names that are really hard to pronounce, <laughs> the Knicks waved. <laughs> Ark, you want to give someone a shot? Oh, Mindaugas Kuzminskis. Thank you. <laughs> Mindaugas Kuzminskis. I, I we'll say that that's right. <laughs> the uh, they are. For Joachim Noah, it's crazy. The deadline, or sorry, the deadspin headline uh, for the article about this is is so hilarious and kind of says it all. Uh, Knicks wave half-decent player to make room for moldering skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we, we do have a friend who could pronounce his name correctly because Mindaugas Kuzminskis is from Lithuania. That's right. We have a, a very good uh, uh, friend. Uh, friend of the show. Very to connected to yeah. Lithuanian culture through his wife yeah. and lovely daughters. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, but at any rate, yes, I do not understand. I thought this was supposed to be a new and different Knicks. Uh, I, I just, I don't get it. Why don't they wave Joachim Noah? He's, I mean, I feel bad. I don't mean to make it sound like I dislike Joachim Noah. The guy was uh, uh, just amazing. an absolute, you know, uh, defensive uh demon you know just right but he, he can't be traded and he doesn't have any and he, he's not good and he used peds like i don't i just don't get it yeah i, I think i forget i wish i actually had it in front of me but i guess he, they are paying him a lot of money he's not exactly a guy that you can wave man that, no, yeah i don't there's no future reclamation uh no he's done there. his career is over yeah I, I mean i don't i don't think we'll see him play in any real way ever again and that's okay. He had a great career, and uh, you know he's the son of one of my favorite uh, French tennis legends slash music legends. Tennis uh, rules with Herb and Arik. Yannick Noah, <laughs> uh, and uh, so I've always I've always liked him going back to Florida, uh, but uh, you know he had a good career. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, yeah, it's sad, and uh, the Knicks just kind of continue to make you think, like you know, what's the point? <laughs> God, can you imagine being a lifelong Knicks fan? I mean, I know they've actually kind of given people um, some things to, to feel good about this year, but boy, oh, I cannot be, imagine being a lifelong next extent. You know, that there's, the, it's, it's such a crazy situation because it's like a combination of, of decades of ineptitude. And then, I, I mean, they did have a nice run in the mid nineties, but 
overall since 1970 or whenever they won their last title, 74 or something like that, they've they've done very very little, um, and uh, and yet they're always hailed as one of the you know premier franchises in the league. But they they have the one thing you can't get around in sports, right? They have a in American professional sports, they have an incompetent owner who yeah. will never sell. Yeah, and basically, right. as long as as long as he's the owner, I just don't see anything changing. Hopefully, though, Kristaps Porzingis is is a is a amazing player, and I really hope you know that they that they that they have something good come to them. Although, actually, I don't like the Knicks at all. But <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't really either. But you know, <laughs> but for for the fans, I do hope you know that is a city that really loves uh, basketball. Yeah, they have two terrible teams. Yeah, um, but at least they've got they do have Porzingis. He's given them a lot of love, you know. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah. Moving on. Uh, uh, it looks like the Bulls are siding with uh, Bobby Portis. This is kind of an old story now, but we talked about it, so I just wanted to follow up. Uh, Nikola Miritich seems to be the one that uh, is going to be on the outside of this. Uh, the team and the management uh, are siding with Bobby Portis, who punched Nikola in the face. This story is almost as crazy to me as the basketball players in China story. Really? Like, well, I he punched a he punched a he punched a teammate in the face. Now we we talked about this. Like he he was being kind of uh, not necessarily attacked, but uh, Nikola kind of stepped to him. You know, it was it wasn't like he he cold cocked him or sucker right, punched but, him. He, he but they feel like they feel like they feel like it's Nika Nico Miritich's problem. Because Portis, quote unquote, did has done his part to repair things, right, and yeah. is a better teammate. Yeah, because he's willing to just let bygones be bygones, and uh, yeah, of course he is. He's the one who punched somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy who did the awful thing wants to move past it. What a shock! What a mind blowing situation. Like, I don't know. I mean, you know, I wasn't there. Maybe Nikola Miritich totally deserved to get punched in the face, but you still punch somebody in the face. I get that impression, but you're right. It is weird. You it never have weird. you never have the right to lay hands on somebody. And and it's just like crazy to me that they want that they're like the guy who punched somebody is the guy we want to keep. But you know I guess they know for rebuilding, uh Portis is younger. Uh, maybe they think he has higher upside, and it's just simply just like a basketball decision. Yeah, maybe they just want him out of there. Maybe they want Miritich out of there. Who knows? But weird it's, story I, keeps being weird. weird. Weird story. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's actually that would be a great headline. Weird story keeps being weird. Yeah, that's that's pretty great, Herb. Um, I didn't post uh this one about Stan Van Gundy, but Stan Van Gundy is all about uh athletes protesting. Like Stan Van Gundy just makes me like him more. Yeah, the Van Gundy brothers are we're fans of them here at uh, Playground Rules. Go Pistons! Yeah, go Pistons! And I, uh, additionally, everything Greg Popovich has said and done has oh, been. Oh yeah, he's he's the I, uh, he's the godfather yeah. of all of that. I, I love. Did you see, you saw the you saw what he said when um when they tried to interview him after the the shooting? Oh God, yeah, he uh, that was, yeah. Very was moving, a- very eloquent, very insightful. I mean, Greg Popovich is an extremely thoughtful, uh, thoughtful, yes. articulate, intelligent. Yeah, just the the gold standard of yeah. uh, people in, in the athletic sphere speaking out about social issues. Yeah, he's well, he's, him yes. and Spencer Hawes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, <laughs> and Spencer Hawes and and Colin Kaepernick. Uh, uh, another quick hit. Ennis Kanter really uh, takes issues with uh, took issue with LeBron. 
saw that kind of being the king claiming to be the king of new york i don't know if he ever overtly said it but uh lebron loves playing in new york and ennis canner doesn't want him to love playing in new york because new york isn't his city <laughs> yeah i mean I, I i i this all fell out of that uh nicotolina stuff right like yeah it's just just a bunch of nonsense this is a fun story but it's a bunch of nonsense and my, I mean, my favorite my favorite part of the whole thing was did, did you watch the video of lebron on the subway oh yeah oh yeah. my god so just for our <laughs> listeners who didn't follow this, the, the cows uh, decided instead of taking a, a 45-minute bus ride to the garden, they would take a six-minute subway. And uh, LeBron uh, posted this, like, selfie video, and he was sitting next to some poor random guy in the subway who he included on the video and didn't want to be a part of it. And when he pushes kind of the camera out of the way and gets upset, LeBron just thinks it's hilarious. And he just comes off as, like, such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Which definitely fits your narrative anyway. Yeah, my narrative. LeBron is a jerk. It's interesting. <laughs> you know, LeBron is obviously still uh, fantastic. He's having a, a great season personally, statistics-wise, even though his, his team is still a little bit of a tire fire. Uh, but, like, he's starting to remind me of, like, Kobe towards the end of his career. Um, just, like, really just uh, held on to his persona as as... He just was never willing to be like a vet. So he was always like the, I'm the best player on my team and I'm a jerk and I'm going to get on everyone and I'm going to give ultimatums to management and I'm Kobe, you know, and this is how I win. And it's like, you're not really Kobe anymore and, and you're not like really acknowledging that in, in any facet. And LeBron's persona has always been more of a, like a, I'm great on the court and I'm work really hard, but I'm also one of the boys and I just want to have fun. And, like, there was this, like, weird, like, tone in that video. And maybe it's just me projecting because I just hate LeBron so much. But, like, <laughs> there's just, like, this kind of, like, obliviousness and this, like, kind of, like, uh, uh, discrepancy or, or dissonance between reality and, and the video that he's taking that I saw in that. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe that's just, like, the privilege. That's just what you see when you see, like, an athlete who lives in a, a almost in a vacuum kind of being out in the wild maybe that's just what you see but uh i don't know it's gonna be interesting to see what the uh the tail end of lebron's career is like and you know he probably has you know he's like the tom brady of basketball i'm sure he still has a, at least a few good years left in him he's just uh oh no doubt he's... they'll probably make the finals this year i i do want to say i like enos Cantor uh standing up for his teammate i like him trying to uh do it i don't like him uh, using pretty sexist language to do it but whatever that's i mean I'm not. I, I, I'm not shocked about it. Yeah. But uh, and uh, LeBron's response to that was actually pretty good. That's that's absolutely true. Yeah. 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 Sexism has no place in 2017, guys. Yeah. Or 1917, but you know. Yeah. yeah. In, in, <laughs> at playground rules, we're very anti-sexism. You know, the future is female, guys. Get with the yes. program or be on the wrong side of history. Yes. Yeah, you don't want to be those people in the pictures from pretty much any other period of history holding up signs that their grandkids now uh, refuse to look at. Yeah. Um, last little quick hit. Uh, ben Simmons wants to play for the Australian Olympic team, which I think is fantastic. That is really good for Australia. Yeah, <laughs> like... I mean, <laughs> there's, there's no, like, less competitive and unwatchable event in all of sports than Olympic basketball. It's Yes unwatchable you have to be i i don't i cannot even begin to imagine the the mindset that you have to have to enjoy it it's the it's the absolute worst olympic basketball is just a joke 
It's completely uncompetitive. And I will say I like any game not involving the U.S. Oh, you know what? I should have. I sh- should acknowledge that. Yeah, as long as the U.S. isn't playing, it can be fun. <clears throat> yeah, because I like the game. I actually think it's a really nice version of basketball. You yeah. know, those FIBA international rules and all that stuff. I think the NBA could uh, take some stuff from that. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the the the, the lack of any sort of competition is pretty bad but it is getting better and it's really nice to see someone like ben simmons who could play for the u.s and would probably be invited yeah. uh wanting to play instead for australia and it's like he's like the he's like the anti kevin durant right or <laughs> like yeah yeah totally. he's like yeah. i want to play for australia and try to make my own team and my own thing and you know i mean what do they have they have him they have dante exum i guess they have uh aaron baines aaron baines they have uh uh, Andrew Bogut, I guess, is still Matthew kicking around. They've got Matthew Della Vadova. It's not a great team, but it is probably better than the uh, two and twelve Atlanta Hawks. So they could get a bronze medal there. They could. They really could sneak into something, and yeah. I think it'll make it'll it'll certainly be one of the teams that I'm most excited to watch when we get to the Olympics. I'm a huge Olympics junkie, so I'm uh, I'm very excited for uh, Tokyo 2020. We still have obviously quite a ways to go on that yeah. one. We have. I mean, Benson is amazing. Olympics By the time these Olympics come around, who knows? He he could be you know one of the best. I mean, he already is one of the best young players in the league. He could be, you know, he could be on a whole array level. It'll be fun to see what happens. Bogut probably won't play that Olympic stuff. That's a good point, actually. It is three years, three more years from now. Yeah. I forgot that we have the Pyeongchang uh, 2018 Winter Olympics before we even get there. You are a junkie. <laughs> oh, I've got the uh, the Criterion Olympics box set showing up on December 5th. I'm very excited. Did you see that Barnes & Noble is doing another 50% off sale? For I did, and I've so far resisted buying anything because I am traveling, and all my money is going to that. Good for you. I was kind of tempted to order a few things. Um, you should. I probably will. I probably will. They, were, they didn't have Punch Drunk Love when they did the last sale, and I really love that movie, so I'll probably at least get that. Yeah, I recommend it. I think... Uh, I think that these 50% off sales, there'll be another one in February, by the way. So they, uh, I thought it was once a year, but they do it a couple times. That's no, it's twi- twice a year. And then there's also two, generally two uh, 50% off flash day sales on Criterion's website. Yes, I am a Criterion junkie. And we've really covered quite a lot of ground on this podcast today. Yeah, we're going all, all over the place. Probably yeah. good enough, actually. We're at like 40 minutes. Well, the, the Skype conversation is uh, the recording itself. So Arik and I like to catch up a little bit before we start the podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're we're kind of getting close. We've done a lot of click hits. Uh. Yeah. Maybe we can save what we wanted to do. Uh. For when you're in Thailand, when it'll be really hard for you to get to, to kind of keep up because you'll be too busy eating weird food and <laughs> taking planes and being yeah. on islands and things. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. Let's do a. Let's do. Well. Ne- so next. Let's let's uh, tease it a little bit. Next time. On Playground Rules, we will probably do a circle the league thing, kind of hit uh, a lot of the teams and what's been going on and things we find interesting. Yeah, we're thinking almost doing like a fake playoff preview. We're just going to be like, oh, if the playoffs – and hey, all you other podcasts listening to this, don't you dare steal our idea. I'm just going to put this out there right now. Trailblazers, Bucks, first round is not going to be good for me. Ooh, Boston, Milwaukee, first round is going to be awesome. But of course, these standings will completely change by the time we do this next week. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. It'll be Boston-Milwaukee. Wow. Okay, I just existed in a league where uh, seeding was cross-conference. Uh, Trailblazers-Warriors, but it still isn't going to be good for me. That would be a <laughs> Ark, I think yeah. you just need to embrace the fact that like you back the wrong pony. I think you want to be a Pistons fan. Just be a Pistons fan, man. I mean, I, I definitely was a Pistons uh, supporter in 2004. It, it, I do have some history there. Yeah, but, they're uh, fun. You they don't are... have a team. The NBA betrayed you. You have... 
an excuse to be a bandwagoner. Just just jump. Just jump, jump around. I give you permission. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's incredibly nice of you. All right, well, I'll, I'll contemplate that. Uh, in the meantime, it's a pleasure talking to all of you out there. And, uh, you know, we'll keep trying to make this thing better. Yeah. I, just, week, I feel like I have to apologize to every episode. So we figured out a, a – yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> we figured out a software setting that seems to have slightly improved one of our audio issues. And then I, I kind of foolishly used another mic, which I don't I, – I haven't listened to it, but I can hear it in my headphones as we're recording. And I'm, I'm a little concerned that it's not, uh, it's not a huge improvement. So I'll probably switch back to the other mic. But our other software adjustment seems to have – Create, uh, seems to have resolved another issue entirely. So we're really getting there. Plus, we got this exciting fake playoff preview next week. Now's the time to start <laughs> thinking about telling your friends about playground rules, but we're not quite there yet. <laughs> I, I, I think by the end of the season, just as it's ending, we'll be really be rounding into Yeah, we'll really hit our stride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, Eric, I wish you a, a really uh, safe and, and exciting uh, trip. I Thank assume you, you haven't gotten any, any souvenirs so far, so you better find something for me in Thailand because Oh you are correct that I've not bought you a souvenir. I haven't seen you in a while and I like presents, dude. Come on. That's a, that's true. I brought you a present last time I went abroad, so You did, and I yeah. loved it and I forgot yeah. what it is. It's it was licorice. Oh right. It was delicious. Oh <laughs> savory licorice. Yeah, I forgot it because I consumed it. <laughs> but uh anyway yeah everyone thanks for listening uh yeah. we know there was a little bit of a delay with this one but uh well once art gets back we'll be on a little bit more of a regular schedule and, and hopefully we'll be able to crank one out while you're in thailand as yeah, long as you don't least... shoplift and go to jail oh yeah just call me Arik bell all right <laughs> <laughs>